0: This how I'm start. This how I'm starting this week. Shout out to that nigga Zach Fox. <laughs> this shit hard. That nigga put out a hard album, bro.
1: Sack fell off in the club Tell your boyfriend To fall back Fucking with a model Bitch Shot it got a
0: Get yeah, it hard <laughs>
2: Got a hella kid's house Look like all that Every time you talk I'm a yawn I'm beyond that Trying to catch a vibe Catch a nut In your contacts Bitch ass Niggas like Oh I saw that if you ain't on my dick Nigga What would you call that Please Let go of my Penis. I've been making plays since a motherfucker feeders. Sixth grade, I was getting topped out of recess. High school had a white bitch like Regis. Ho says she was going fuck, that's facetious. How you gonna lie on your pussy that's egregious? Than a dope virgin birth like Jesus. Get off my feet, bitch. That's a whole
0: thesis. now nah, this shit this shit a bagger. Zach Fox got one. On 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 i am I'ma I'ma rock until the second verse, cause the second verse kinda go hard. Genitals. Shut the fuck up, bitch. People that
1: <laughs> <and laughs> that nigga
2: stupid, this shit hard. Hey. Like <laughs> Think I'm a lick as you
3: me.
0: Hey, 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 hey. Shout out that nigga Zach Fox. We in the motherfucking building. Yes, you're tuning into the Bros. You Think Podcast. This episode two thirteen. And I'm dropping my guy, Mr. Brooklyn. Brooklyn, how you doing this week, man?
3: I'm doing good, bro. I can't complain. You know what I'm saying? It's yeah, good. I
0: feel you. And see, it's been it's been such a a weird week with like all my computer shit, work shit, different. But shit was in retrograde. My girlfriend told me she was like Mercury was in retrograde. I was like, I don't really believe that shit, but I kind of believe that shit because a lot of things was lie. not bad. This month,
3: this month been a little weird. I ain't gonna lie. At first, it's I was like. We- I said, man, Mercury and Gatorade again? I can't stay this shit, man. I can't take that shit, man. I'd be like, something <laughs> off. Can't wake up in the morning. i will be waking up all <laughs> fucked up. I can't fall asleep at night and shit. I see all these bitches talking about I can't fall asleep neither. I'm like, fuck all <laughs> that. I'm going to get this melatonin <laughs> to fight this Gatorade because I'd be damned if Mercury fucked my October up.
0: <laughs> oh god it's it. weird bro i was just on a stream one of my homies was like yeah bro it's been it's been shitty for me the past couple of weeks i was like uh-huh you've been in that retrograde and then he goes like nah bro chill out chill out man and i was like i don't know i've been hearing it from a lot of people bro just been in retrograde maybe that shit is real maybe it's not but real quick housekeeping just real quick just to let y'all know because we're not gonna be transparent with y'all y'all, y'all family it's just now on the Bros Who Think podcast, me and Brooklyn Doom parted ways. He's doing his own thing now. We want to wish him the best of luck. We want to see our guys succeed. But other than that, it's just going to be me and Brooklyn rocking right now. We're going to bring in a third chair every now and again, a bunch of different people. Some ladies might come join the show. We got some dudes we, we, we think about contacting. So it's going to be a rotating third chair. But right now, it's, it's just, just me and B rocking. And then, of course, shooting on Bros Who. Uh, shoot the sh- we, go, we we got to bring him back. He wanted to <laughs> he he said he wanted to come back to talk about something with us. So I'm gonna bring his ass in the beginning. That clown dude. That dude. But see, he has a girlfriend now, so like we can't we it's can't not, talk about his as, love life. Yeah, I'm about to say it's not as funny, it's, but it's, it's still not funny. as spicy anymore. Yeah. Like, he, see, but Ian <laughs> Ian is going through that spicy shit right now. And funny enough, <laughs> I want to figure a way where we can take calls on this show because, like, I just went on a stream. And like right. they had people asking relationship advice. It was a fun time. And we know to our listeners out there, if y'all ever need help and you want our opinion, hit us up. We'll take it. Like I, I need to figure out a way whether we do a stream once a week, once a month, maybe once a month where people can call in and talk to us through the Discord. Maybe we'll figure something out. But I think that'd be fire.
3: That sound fire. I ain't gonna lie.
0: Exactly. And make sure follow us on TikTok. Me and Brooklyn making exclusive content over there like it going to be fun over there y'all make sure y'all go follow <laughs> us over there as well and then just some other housekeeping pitch it this weekend I t- uh this sunday ian and i are hosting it we got dan exclaims taking on peter from what do you say anime big match going down at seven o'clock the winner's gonna try to take the belt from me we're gonna see i doubt i doubt anybody's gonna beat me this 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 go this go around such maybe a confident tournament. young man Bro, I'm pretty good at this game. <laughs> but see, they, they they think I cheat. They think I got Shubert in my back pocket. That's you like do a You got Shubert in your back
3: pocket. I ain't gonna lie. I don't. I made a, I'm, <laughs> I'm clearing the air for y'all, all those rumors out there. He got wow. Shubert in his back pocket. Um,
0: wow. Yeah. This is crazy. This is wild. See, this is a storyline. This is what people have been saying, <laughs> but it's not true just because I beat niggas' ass. And be sure to find out what happens next in... Sunday, it's going down because I'm talking my shit. But let's get to it, B. Oh, all right. This what? This kind of where I want to start this week. Old people, bro. So he, me and you have been talking. We've been, we been talking about fixing the system, right. fixing the the, the the computer, the thing that runs the pod. Talking about what RAM I need, and my shit was already tripping because of I I was updating it. Lightning hit, Stopped the update. So I had to bring it to the orchard anyway. So I just said, right. let me upgrade my RAM. While I'm there. Bro, tell me why old people are out here going to Apple stores to fix and recover their Apple ID, change their Apple password. Like, they're paying $30, $40, $50 to do things that their grandkids could do at home for free. I was mind blown. I literally asked the person, I was like, do they really come to y'all for this shit? He was like, bro, you'd be surprised. That's how we make most of our money. I was like, I was dumbfounded.
3: Either, Either one, their grandkids don't be coming to see them. That's probably what it is That's sad (laughs) They don't trust them With the phone But like I don't I can't see I, I just can't see You not Like if they available I can't see you not Being like Hey, I can't get into my Apple blah blah blah. I can't, you know, I can't download apps no more. My shit fucking up. Or they even they even offer to change your,
0: your uh email password. Like one person was changing a Google shit. I was like, this has nothing to do with like, but they but they pay for that. I, I did not know you could offer that as a service.
3: It's, <laughs> it's it's sad that they had to start offering that as a service. Like the fuck, bro? What you mean you can't get into your email, my nigga? That's reset not, your I, password, my nigga. What you mean you went to the store to find out how to reset your fucking password?
0: Bro, I'm dead at dead. That's like, down bad, bro. I was shocked. I, I literally. They can't like, bro. blame that
3: on Gatorade and Mercury. I tell you what.
0: Fuck out of here. That's ridiculous. <laughs> no, that's fucking ridiculous. <laughs> the more people down bad, man, I swear. Because I asked the guy, I'm like, bro seriously like i i was on the phone with apple care all saturday like i tried not to come into here right he was like that's that's how you're supposed to do it but he was like majority of our business is those people recovering ids changing passwords uh changing apple id emails crazy shit i was just like i was dumbfounded i was just like oh my gosh i don't want to get old like and then that makes me think of the job place about how it's it's this tension between older people and the younger people because the older people know that you're the younger people are being hired for technology and, and content <laughs> and apps and, and all of this, all of this hullabaloo, and they're just like, nah, we want to stick to our ways. And it's like, stick it's like, oh, to them. Just, there's a tension there.
3: Yeah. I mean, I mean, fuck them though. Cause in my the way I'm looking at it is look, <laughs> if you not go adapt with the times, right? Yeah. But like they tell us to adapt.
0: Fuck them. They
3: always talk about some, oh, pay off these student loans. We had to pay off our student loans. <laughs> Nigga, your student loans is $50. <laughs> fuck out of here, bro. Get the fuck out of here. Get the fuck out of here. The, the average cost of a book is is has quadrupled. Fuck, That's Not even. Fact. It's probably like 100% times fucking more expensive to buy a fucking biology book with the lab shit today than it ever was for a fucking biology class. So they keep that same energy when they be talking about, oh, y'all need to pay FBI to do the loans. Fuck y'all and learn the internet. How about that? <laughs>
0: no, That's true. Hey, that? it's adapt or die. And like, that's the crazy right. thing. I didn't. I didn't realize how intense corporate America was. Like being in it, like it's it's real niggas out here, really grimy, bro. Bro, I'm telling you, bro, you can't trust certain people. Snakes, <laughs>
3: snakes, bro. Niggas out here, snakes like, down bad, bro, down bad. It's
0: wild boy, like I was just like, this really is some Game of Thrones stuff.
3: <laughs> like some some people, like especially like, for example, me. I don't give a fuck. You know what I'm saying? That's I come how I to I work. Am. I'm just doing I my do job. My thing. <laughs> right, and then like i i seem to find my way getting i find myself getting promotions because i'm curious and i want to know how the entire building works i want exactly. to know how this works to make that work you to can get do us multiple air. things right you, so just, then i start learning exactly, things because i was just language. being nosy it wasn't because they were like we need you to learn this this that." i was like i was just like i'd go to a different part of the building so what does your job do how do you do that how does it Okay, how does that contribute to the cycle of this entire cog we got going on here? And then they're like, yeah, we like that. We're like a man who's who wants to know how everything works. And I'm like, oh, shit, you know. And it, it turns out that you end up playing the
0: corporate game sometimes just being curious. Yeah, just, but see, I feel like that's because, like, you know, people, I feel like we we like what we do. Right. And, like, we just want to know about more about what we do. And a lot of these people been here for, like, 30, 40 years. And, and they just like,
3: collecting a check.
0: Yeah, they just collecting man. a check. They don't yeah. give a
3: fuck, bro. They don't
0: give a fuck. That's they don't a, give a fact. Fuck. <laughs> so, like, if you're out there and you experience that, let us know how that it is. Let us know in the comments. We want to know, or let us know in the Discord. But that's just something I noticed. Like old people in technology, just it's getting rough. It's getting rough out there. So they you know, are down shout out, bad. Sh- shout out to you, old people. So let's get into some <laughs> of the new shit. Yo. We we posted a talk about this. My our man Ju- our man Juicy Smoalee baby. Yeah, Juicy going Juicy Juicy. he going to trial? <laughs> even, is he gonna go to jail? I
3: don't know if he's gonna actually end up going to jail. I just see I just see uh I see Juicy's sister having to pay a really large fine because he ain't got no fucking money. He can't pay that shit.
0: Yo, it's just the killing it. That's a journey.
3: Like journey going crazy, bro. She gonna end up having to pay. She gonna end up having to pay that fine. They may (laughs) not say it out loud, but between the both of us, we know who we know where the money at in the family, right? And I can see them being like, "Listen, we gonna make you do community service and pay a fine." But the fine going to be hefty as shit. <laughs> because all that investi- I, they're going to make him pay for the investigation costs for the for the Chicago PD and all oh, that other yeah. shit. They're going to make him pay for lawyer fees, all kind yes. of crazy shit for the DA's office, people that was investigating. They're going to make him pay for all of that shit. They, and they're, they're not going to make it him cheap. They about to him for a lick. I'm telling you, bro. And I think and that's what he should be worried about is just the fine. I don't think he should be worried about going to jail. They're not sending his punk House
0: ass House arrest? He getting something. You can't just lie and say it was my ma- it was a bunch of niggers and <laughs> wait, wait, said, hey nigger, this is MAGA country. You can't say that. Like, you can't just come out and say that happened. Like, dude's going, dude's gotta get house arrest.
3: Man did it on an exclusive interview, too. Like, had Robin Roberts up there looking like a fool with your goofy ass. He said, What you say to me? So he he punched me. So I punched his ass back. Talking about we started
0: tussling. Nigga, don't nobody
3: tussle
0: <laughs> Don't nobody tussle But what you the crazy own, thing is, do people remember He said he walked Either into a subway or into his house With a noose around his neck Like, like he was kept it on talking about? Kept it
3: on He wanted. <laughs> he, I guess he wanted everybody to see Like, oh yeah These motherfuckers put a, a noose around my neck And I walked all the way home with it on
0: send him to jail bro he needs to he needs to do a year just a year he he can't be telling films like that my g no sir i mean
3: and and like it would be one thing if like he did a bid right (laughs) and they came home and he was able to act again bro nobody is ever 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 calling his line again bro it's crazy bro like completely complete self-sabotage bro like in all aspects of life bro Every time somebody see him, ain't you the nigga that lied on that lie uh, about the uh, the black people beating you up? The white people? Wait,
0: was it white? Was they black? Which? one was it? Huh? Turned out it was some Nigerians.
3: Man paid some Nigerians to to rough him up. If he wanted to tussle with them in the bed, he should have just said that. Uh, oh, freak see, that ass! You, uh. Oh, freak ass juicy! talking about he wanna he wanna tussle with some Nigerian princes in the ice like come on bro look no matter what there was that <laughs> was that one part that stuck with me the entire time was when he said there was white people outside on the south side of Chicago <laughs> after midnight you capping bro and they you beat him up.
0: It. Put a noose around his neck and said, Hey nigga, this is mug. The only
3: time white people on the south side of Chicago is during baseball season. The Cubs do not play in the winter, my nigga. And so, like, I was like, This is cap. That's hilarious.
0: I can't wait to see what happens. Nah, I, this shit gonna be I, interesting, bro. I'm it's betting gonna be so house arrest. I'm betting house arrest. That's what I'm betting for.
3: I mean, I, I just don't think they should put him in jail because, oh, Lord. He wouldn't do well in jail. <laughs> and look, I don't know what jail they putting R. Kelly in. But them niggas If them niggas hadn't been in the same jail Boy they killing the talent show I'm trying to tell you bro. Hey Chicago Chicago Penitentiary Finna be lit I'm trying to tell
0: you God damn Do you think R. Kelly's Someone's bitch in jail? Not yet <laughs> Cause I've been be, Being that I've been Fiddling with Figuring out TikTok shit For, for the network's TikTok Right I, I got trapped In prison TikTok The other day <laughs>
3: <laughs> hey, was, prison talk fucking funny, bro. I ain't gonna lie, that shit fucking funny though.
0: Bro, it was talking about how they beat up and kill pedophiles, and I was like, "Well, damn!" I asked a the comment, they didn't answer my question. What they gonna do to R. Kelly? Well, see, the thing is, we when we gotta wait to see when he gets
3: sentenced, type shit, true, right? True, to true, find true, 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 out true. if they're gonna put him in, in general uh, population. And, yeah. yeah, I don't see them putting him in gen pop. I can see, especially, see, but the issue he has is that he didn't do like a rich nigga crime. You know what I'm saying? He didn't do tax evasion. It wasn't embezzlement. You know what I'm saying? It wasn't one of those crimes where they could put you in a a low maximum security prison.
0: Hmm. He, yo mm. he gonna be somebody bitch bro <laughs> That's a fact It's a, a
3: tough situation for him If he'd have done some rich nigga crime it would have been like Wesley He'd have been like Martha Stewart He'd have been mm-hmm. straight You know what I'm saying But that no. kind of crime
0: nigga He going to booty rape jail Like he going to real real jail bro Hey he really gonna be fighting for his motherfucking life Is this camera on me? <laughs> I'm, I'm fighting for my motherfucking life
3: That don't even make sense I guess it makes sense now Kels I guess it makes sense now <laughs>
0: Ah, ah, they gonna get his ass, boy. That's that's hilarious. Kale's like, gonna
3: be on the yard, bro. I'm telling you, you gotta get. <laughs> he gotta get. He gotta get it. He gotta
0: get it, bro. Why well, picture Living <laughs> life where they got that nigga just pickaxe in the rock and he's singing? And I just picture Carl Kelly. I believe I can fly. Just in the pickaxe.
3: Hey, he definitely <laughs> gonna fly up out of there. That's a fact.
0: Oh shit. Oh, that's hilarious. Speaking of niggas going to jail, this not funny. I'm not laughing at this that nigga tiger going to jail that nigga was beating up on his girl that that i saw the picture that was bad that
3: yeah was i saw the, i saw the picture too and i was like
0: god damn i was like jesus i mean
3: i'm not going to lie i think there was another claim before this that tiger put his hand on a woman i don't think this was his first time hitting a woman
0: oh c'est la vie man that's
3: that shit put that It's that rich <sighs> nigga shit sometimes niggas be rich for too long especially somebody just- like tiger that was rich before he was even Legally able to like fucking buy a pack of cigarettes and shit. And just just
0: lose sight of reality.
3: That's exactly
0: what that is, bro. Just lose sight of like bro. I could never imagine. Like, I'm I'm such a non-conflict person. I don't even want to like punch a dude. (laughs) Like, I will if I have to. Right. Like, I could never fix my my fist on my face to like hit a a girl? Like. And that's supposed to be your girl, like that's right. crazy. Not even like a
3: random girl, you know what I'm saying? Because like, your you know, girl.
0: depending like she on the situation, cry when you hit her, does that not phase you? Depending like, on the nuts. situation,
3: you may end up in a predicament one time or not in your life where you may have to punch a dyke or think about punching a dyke You know what I'm saying? Because sometimes they be in a club trying to test your gangster. You know what I'm saying, bro? Like, look, bitch, just because I'm not, you know, confrontational, don't mean I won't hit your bitch ass. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it, it's 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 kind of fucked up, but, like, um, I know some clubs that charge more for dykes to get in than men. That's crazy. That's discrimination. Like, it'll be free for ladies, $10 for men, and their dead ass will say $20 for studs. And I'm like, how?
0: How can they do that? How are you... And the, and
3: the the bouncer will dead, like, if you ask the bouncer, he will dead ass say, nah, because them bitches be in there fighting. <laughs> <laughs> they don't be giving a fuck. So, I'm not going to say, I'm not going to completely take it out of the, the equation, but
0: my my girl? That's crazy, that's, bro. My girl? That's nah. crazy. He's wildin'. He's wildin'. He's wilding That's, and like, her whole, f- it was like, bro, she looked like Zuko off of Avatar, like her whole right, right like, side of- it looked like it was like some repeatedly. It would not look like yeah. it didn't look like one strike. No, it looked bad. Like those I it made me like, ooh, it made me win like.
3: Yeah, I was like,
0: mm, "Tiger, Tiger, Tiger." Just when
3: you thought you were going a comeback didn't learn
0: from Chris Brown, did not learn. Right, from and Chris that's Brown. his boy. Fan of a fan, nigga. Fan of a fan. <laughs> tripping, man. Wait, <laughs> fucking tripping, man. That's a funny like, that's a funny joke in there. <laughs> that nigga Tiger was a fan of a fan. Fuck. Bro, (laughs) that's not funny. That's fucked up. Send that nigga to jail, bro. Some other fucked up shit in the world. School administrator in Southwest South Lake, Texas, advised teachers last week that if they have a book about the Holocaust in their classroom, they should also have a book with an opposing perspective. AKA, you should have Nazi textbooks in in this Texas class. (laughs) What's wrong with niggas, bro? Like, What's what wrong is, what with is,
3: Texas? What's wrong with Texas? You know they always be popping off their bullshit about they want to be their own country? This time, I'm actually considering that shit.
0: What's wrong with them niggas, bro? Just, let's just let them go. Let's just let That's them go. That's crazy. Like, some Nazi shit. Like, like, I thought. I thought in 2021, it should be known that, like, things we don't like, pedophiles, rapists, Nazis. Like, I'm not gonna say racist that yet, because I don't think the country's fully there yet to, like, racist. We're getting there. We're getting there, but we're not there yet, if I'm being hey, honest. You know Nazis? when this gonna happen? I thought we were super anti-Nazis. You would think that, right? You
3: would think that, but you remember when we was having all those fucking protests and shit True. about white lives matters and shit? Where did True. they take it to? Motherfuckers pulled up with Nazi flags. And I'm thinking to myself, like, all right, it's one thing to wanna to feel represented. It's a whole nother thing to take it to this Aryan race shit that you've taken it to. Now you've taken it to an extreme.
0: Yeah. Crazy. There's no need for that. And and who, like, whoever this this South Lake person is, like, let's see, South Lake uh school administrator, he should be fired. Like, and also um,
3: we need to be flagging every search. Everything he searched on the internet. Yeah. Everything like, he searched on the internet.
0: Everything. And, and you might want to check the amount of people he failed, like in school. That might be lap- like a
3: real thing. T- take his laptop. We need that. <laughs> yeah. Like, Somebody call FBI. Like,
0: dude, dude might be really down bad. Like, he definitely
3: a person of interest. Like, you say that to me, I'm calling everything. I'm calling everybody CIA, FBI, the fucking Pentagon. Like, this nigga finna do something. All right. He finna That's do something.
0: That's a that's a fucking fact. And how we know this nigga wasn't in the insurrection last year. Right. Maybe. I mean, he giving off insurrection vibes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. I'm like, bro, what, 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 what you on, bruh? He is. That's a that's a fucking fact. All right, some more, some more stuff in the news. Oh, this is hilarious. Jay wanted a shout out to Jay from the Discord. He was waiting for us to talk about this. Bro, they got that nigga Coach O the fuck up out oh, of here, Lord. boy. Lord.
3: Listen, 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 listen.
0: I have so
3: many thoughts on Mr. Orgeron and all <laughs> the of the self. rumors. Control Sim. <laughs> there is just so many things that he did wrong outside of the locker room, outside of the football field. That it's hard for me to say that I feel sorry for him because yeah, he just did. Bad. He did so many things wrong, like bringing. Bitches and, 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 kids and, to and, pra- and kids to practice, uh, hitting on random women in, in gas stations. Like, bro, you are the head coach of the LSU Tigers. Why are you hitting on gas station bitches? <laughs> That's crackhead nigga shit.
0: That's parking lot pimping, nigga. Shit. And then it turns, turns out, out like, the woman he hit on was someone high administrating's wife. Like Cocho said, I want a national championship. Bitches ain't look like looking at me like this before. I'm trying to get some pussy. I'm 46 million. I leave my wife six weeks after the national championship. I'm trying to get some poo Nani, bro. Clearly, bro, that's all he gave a fuck about. And I mean, <laughs> I think the lady even said she
3: was she was pregnant. He was like, "That's a vibe." Yeah. Like I'm like bro, 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 bro. Bro, bro,
0: bro, 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 bro. You letting this get to your head? <laughs> Reel it in. <laughs> but what drives me is that fact that he had multiple girlfriends with their kids doing drills and practice. Does that means he's like, hey, little Jimmy, you want to part? Want to want to go cover Derek Stingley? Like, no wonder why Derek Stingley don't want to be here right now, nigga. Like, what the fuck are you doing? I I just want to. I,
3: I also want to commend all of these uh athletes. They never said anything. Yeah, they kept it quiet. Like, what kind of payments was he giving y'all before y'all niggas used y'all likeness to get y'all to be so quiet? Not
0: one person told him. Not one. I ain't never heard no, no rumor about this. Nothing. This was quiet. Like, even with the transfers, like... It makes sense why that tight end transferred. It makes sense why we see some of these things. But nobody said anything, and it's crazy, bro. Right. See, everybody tight-lipped. Nobody said a damn thing. And I'm like, he had shorties running drills and shit? But like, it makes sense why last week or two weeks ago, we talk about the guy who calls in the Coach O's coaching show and is like, don't fuck my sister. She's 22 and blonde. We know that she's tight. I mean, look, I completely... Believe that man from the jump because (laughs) almost all the
3: rumors around him and Les Miles was about 22 year old blonde chicks. Yeah, most of them, you know, I know, I know, I know Les like him tall, you know what I'm saying? He like him tall and skinny, you know what I'm Mm -hmm. saying? So, I mean, like, that didn't even. Subconscious. He,
0: he take them all, say shapes and sizes, Right, baby. The,
3: it was the running the drills for me. Like, bro, this is supposed to be a serious practice. You got these fucking six year olds running around and Stingley over here trying to perfect his cover three game and you fucking everything up. I, I, I ain't got time for that. I ain't got time for that. You, now nah, you got me fucked up. That's where you got me fucked up.
0: That's what I'm saying. Like, that's too much. And people was like, people in the Discord was like, respect his pimping. Respect his pimping. This nigga a simp. This nigga's a right. simp.
3: Respect his pimping. Fuck out of here. Hey, but he
0: getting paid though. $49 oh, yeah. million to leave LSU? That's hard. He's he
3: gonna be getting paid up until 2025.
0: Nice. Yeah. They but they and it was like, look, and you gotta appear back four times. <laughs> See, for
3: me, that was the weird part because like, say him and uh him and Darius Geist get indicted on this uh Title IX shit. What the fuck? Why? That was the part for me that I was like, I don't know if I want him to make appearances.
0: Hey, they thinking he going to gonna get scot-free, and then it's like, meet Coach O, championship-winning coach. Like, I think that's what they looking for. I mean, he, I hope so. But he I better mean, lay low, because you right. I forgot about that Title nine case. Yeah, I was like, that Darius guy shit don't look like it's going away no time soon. Not at all. That's going to be a real-deal situation. Oh, shit. Crazy. <laughs> coach O. <laughs> 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 Nigga had little kids on... Bro, that's crazy. Like, this, we're not trying to win a championship, nigga. Why are these kids on the field, nigga? What are you doing? <laughs> nigga, stupid. Oh, shit. Also, so, yeah, that's pretty much all the real news things, really. But new music this week. Got a lot of new music this week. Let me shout out the albums. Like, we played at the top, Zach Fox. Zach Fox's new album is super hard. Shut the fuck up talking to me. It's It's a comedy album, but it's hard, though. Like, I take it seriously. So... Man, that, I mean, that track from the
3: jump, that shit was fire. I ain't gonna lie.
0: That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying. Also, Kirk Knight from uh, Pro Era dropped an R&B auto-tune album that I think is really good. It's called After Dark. Shout out to them pro-era New York niggas. That shit is hard. Uh, Smoke Break by Problem. That's hard. That's a new little EP by Problem. Didn't really like Dom Kimedy from The West Side with Love. Didn't really like it. You know, give it another listen. But that's pretty much all the new... Me- oh, I didn't listen to the Thug album. Did you? I downloaded it, but I haven't listened to it yet. I'm not going to yeah, I didn't listen to the Thug I, album. I, I
3: ain't going to lie, I be in the gym listening to the same songs over and over again. I'm, I'm guilty. I need to start mm. listening to new shit when I'm in the gym.
0: The Thug album, people been saying it's fire. I don't know,
3: maybe. I mean, the features looked fire when I looked at the track list. I just but haven't listened to it album. yet. it is a rock album. I mean, that's, I, 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 I ain't mad about that. Okay, okay.
0: Well, I'm going to check it out. I'm going to let y'all know what we think next week. Because they got a Drake feature. They got a J. Cole feature. Like, yeah, these features look pretty good. I can't lie. He even got a Mac Miller feature. Right, that's what I'm saying. I was like, the
3: feature list, I was like, okay, bitch. I'm Let me
0: add this. I'm going to add Go this ahead, right Thugger now. Oh, yeah, Thugger, Thugger. Yeah, I'm going add that right now. Okay, so that's pretty much all. I've been listening to, like, some real rap shit, though. That's why only, like, real R&B shit I listened to this week was the Kirk Knight shit. But that Problem EP gives me Nipsey vibes. Like, just straight, just West Coast rap. I don't know. I've, I've, that's what I've been vibing with.
3: I'm gonna go ahead and download that one right now.
0: Yeah, shit on. hard, just like just like all uh, the Larry June late night shit. I fuck with that because that's just a bunch Facts. of late night vibes and raps. That's kind of what I wanted the Dom Kennedy, sh- the Dom Kennedy, sh- the ugh, the Dom Kennedy <laughs> shit to be, and it really wasn't. So you know, say la vie for that one. He had, I think he had a Quinn Miller feature on the on the Don the uh, the Dom Kennedy album. Quinn Miller, haven't heard that name in a while. Oh yeah, he
3: definitely do got a Quinn Miller feature yeah, on this do. bitch.
0: Damn, also, he got, a, he got a lot
3: of motherfuckers I ain't hear about in a while on this bitch. Not also, that flea. currency
0: album <laughs> is one of the best currency albums in a while. That's still, that still stoned on ocean. Great oh yeah, yeah. Album. Great currency album. Haven't heard a uh, like. I'm gonna be. I'm gonna be real. Haven't liked the currency album since. Oh, it's been a minute. Because the nigga dropped two every year.
3: Yeah, I'm about to say he be dropping like a motherfucker. You blinking most shit. I'm like, God damn, I ain't even get to really regurgitate and and take in the last one.
0: Yeah, I've been liked the currency album since 2018. The, the, him, the project with him and Freddie Gibbs, Fetty. So this shit is hard. So shout out to Currency. This shit is is great. That's pretty much all the new music, really. Not too, not too much. Not too too much. Now, before we get out of here, some relationship shit. So oh, I was watching, shit. I was watching something. Do you know what the frog style sex position is?
3: Nah, and I didn't Google it. I didn't want to ruin it. I didn't want to ruin
0: it. I don't it. know what I don't know what it is. I was hoping you knew what it was. Oh no, I thought you you had already
3: Googled it. And no, I, was like, I was like, Google I don't want right to fuck now. up. I don't want to fuck nothing up. So I was like, I'm not gonna Google it beforehand.
0: I'm, I'm gonna Google it right now. I don't know what I don't know. Okay, so let's see. Let's see. Let's see if they got images. Okay, here we go. They do have images. So it's like you're in like a crouching, like Leg spread position Like you crouching With your pelvis up And then she's crouching But it's It's reverse cowgirl But y'all both in a Crouch position In a frog stance This shit looks weird
3: Yeah nope I don't like this Nope 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 I'll show show an image Yeah nope I don't like that shit All (laughs) I thought about When I seen that shit The first thing I thought about Was I'm a hamstring Fuck I'm good, 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 nope, hell no.
0: Oh, somebody also say, this is also frog, considered frog style as well. This is like frog doggy,
3: froggy. Well, she taking a
0: shit. (laughs) That's funny. Yo, but the real shit is catching a hamstring while you're having sex. That's the worst. Catching right. a fucking Charlie horse. So that, oh, frog, I, I I been, that first frog shit looked like you just, and you asking for it. Bro, you asking I get shame. It. Like when that happens, I'm shame. I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, don't touch me. <laughs> My shit tighten up and I'm just limping. Like I'm walking around screaming. And she's just laughing and I'm like, bro, don't laugh at me. I'm shame. This is like don't do this. Like, I'm vulnerable. I'm butt-ass naked and I caught a fucking cramp in my leg. <laughs> like, how
3: often off? are you catching cramps in your leg, big dog? No, oh, no, this is
0: not a, like a frequent oh, okay. occurrence. Okay, I was if it was say. if it was, that's an issue. You need to eat more potassium. No, right. no, 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 this is not a frequent thing, but when it happens, it's just like it's like, oh <laughs> even when you go too hard, bro, it's too too many rapid pumps. I gotta slow down the the rapid pumps like you know I mean?
3: <laughs> You gonna have to fuck around and stretch. That's what I was about to say. Nigga, look, look, I'm gonna need you to stretch before you start getting freaky. Look, as <laughs> soon as she, soon as she even soon as she even brush her leg up on you, be like, hold on, let me stretch real quick. Stop playing. Stop
0: That's some playing. old nigga no bro, no <laughs>
3: Hey, you the nigga sounding like an old nigga. I'm just trying to help another no. old man out. He said, hold on, baby. Let me go ahead and get these stretches in. Hold hey, on. it's
0: not, like I said, Let's it's say, not a, a regular occasion. Get these case. lunges
3: in. Oh, God
0: damn. God damn. Also, something I learned from TikTok that I know works from personal experience. Have you ever done the pillow under the back? Like you get them in missionary and you put the pillow like under their ass? Or under like their back, air. like right, right above their ass. You put like one or two pillows up there. It does nah, something I never did for the that woman. Before. Try it. Try. It, oh nigga. yeah, because
3: it it probably it probably like yes. moves the clit, so that way you continue to
0: it does something special for them. Try that advice, to all the niggas out there. Just know, Lynn gave you this this advice. Put the pillow under one to two. The more pillows you do, the better. But don't do three. That's just obnoxious. Just do two, and and uh, and you'll be fine.
3: Okay, I'm going to go ahead and put that one in the back of my- I mean, I had sex in about two months. I mean, <laughs> but I mean, when I do it, you know what I'm saying? It's so the first thing I'm going to think of. I'm like, hold on now.
0: First Shit. time you go back <laughs> in get the that saddle. Get, the,
3: get them pillows up. Because I got about six pillows on my bed. I'm one of the men that be tripping. I got like six pillows on my bed.
0: Six pillows for just you. You cr- That's crazy, nigga. <laughs> when, I, when I lived by myself, I was a two-pillow nigga. <laughs> like, it's just me.
3: Look, I was raised by three women in a house. <laughs> All I know is hella pillows on the bed <laughs> It don't look right it don't, it don't look right, Lynn I'm sorry, it don't look right I'd be like, damn I had, I had two pillows for like Maybe two weeks And I was like, mm Can't do this anymore.
0: But I bet you throw all the other pillows Off the bed And you just use the two Nah, I probably use three pillows And then the other ones
3: are like <laughs> Push to the <laughs> they side all, They be all crazy around the, like, Usually by the time I wake up One is on the floor At least one's on the floor
0: <laughs> gotta be that's like when you're at a hotel and they got six pillows on the bed you just throw on them them unnecessary pillows to the side
3: well that's different though because if I'm in a hotel I'm probably getting freaky so I'm definitely throwing the pillows
0: up yeah that's facts shirt gone that's (laughs) That's a fact (laughs) gotta get the hotel pillows the fuck up out of that real fast oh I I think that's pretty much it I think that's pretty much everything I really want to talk about some things we didn't talk about that I had on the list we'll talk about next week Um, yeah we'll talk about them next week So. It's pretty much it really You know Like light week this week Not too much happened In the news cycle Brooklyn tell the people They can follow you On social media
3: You can find me On all social medias That we're broken at That's broken with a Q Not a K That's for marketing purposes
0: Because we are not Trying to get sued And we got a very special Interview Inside this episode We got John o. Barnes Coming on comedian uh, Saints comedian Pelicans comedian Comedian on the internet He does a lot of sports comedy And they really gonna have dude. A lot of comedy To
3: make this year Shit <laughs>
0: <laughs> Nigga, you, you. There you go. And I, I was, I was about to joke with you, but that was a, that was a dig. I can't, I can't, I can't joke around with you because that was a dig. So I'm not gonna play with that. But yeah, we got Jono coming on right after the song of the week. So let's get into that
1: right. now Dance, dance, you can do it. Get on the floor, code knee call, watch out cause I'm about to blow. I got one bag, fuck that bitch, I need some more. I feel like I'm power, it ain't my fault cause you're broke. Pull up, I'm serving the dope, I'm pull up, I'm serving the people. I'm turning like evil Knievel, you niggas can't see me, you bitches can't see me either. Y'all just sleep like a Patsy I said I'm the best on the street, repeat it cause my city believe in a nigga. Betty with me, wanna be with a nigga, hope she ain't deceiving a nigga. Think she like my car more than me she wanna go far, time speed. Uh. I think she like my car more than me. Say she wanna go far, time speed. Uh. I think she love the well more than me. Uh. I think she love the chills more than me. Uh. I think she like my car more than me. Uh. Say she wanna go far, time speed. Uh. Left right up down, left right up down, left right up down, left right up okay. down. Up, 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 up,
0: Today, I've been I've been working on this for a while. There's a lot of interviews I've been working on and they finally come in. And this is one that I'm hyped for. If you're a New Orleans Saints fan, if you are a Pelicans fan, shoot, if you're just a, com- a fan of comedy and sketch comedy. We got New Orleans' own John O. in the building. How you doing,
2: brother? I'm doing good, Lyndon. And your intro cannot be so much 100 percent true. I made you go through hoops and valleys to get my time because I am a very, very wanted man. I had to make you write the contracts and cross the T's, dot the I's. But, you know, uh, shout out to you and your team. Y'all finally were able to get it done because, you know, Lyndon, how valuable my time is. And I only do the most prestigious podcast and I'm proud to be on your network.
0: Hey, I, I rock with that. I rock with you, bro. This dude is hilarious. I'm so happy that, that you were able to come on the show, my man. How first off, how are you doing?
2: I'm doing good. Look, I actually have a question. I'm gonna ask you a question first. Yeah, I, don't go ahead. At, I don't know if you and your team we're at to find Trent on the contract, but it actually says I have to change the name from Bros to John Knowles. So that's what you to know <laughs> that, all right? All right, so just remember that. All right? so okay, so, I, got so, you, I got you I Got, you. got we, we the Knowles John John who think, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, You know, just so you guys can honor me and my and my my prestige for 24/7. <laughs> not just when I'm doing interviews with you guys, but all the time. Okay, I expect to see that by the, by November.
0: Got you. I got you. I'm of it for sure. So for, let's dive into it. What made you before, before we talk Saints, before we talk Pelicans? Because for those out there that don't know, you are a comedian. What got you into making content, being a comedian, sketch comedy? What got you into that?
2: So I, I, I'll preface this by saying, Lyndon, I actually... Do not know if I want to be known as a comedian. That's because I have the highest respect for the actual comedians. I'm talking about like the ones that we all know, the Dave Chappelle's, Eddie Murphy's, Kevin Hart's, things like that, as well as the local ones. Like if you ask me to go do a stand up for 15 minutes, I'll probably bomb. So that's why I don't want to call myself a comedian. I would say I call myself an entertainer. Entertainer, which, gotcha. With comedy being, I, I'm great at writing comedy. I don't know if I'm the best actor. If you've seen my YouTube videos, I kind of try to let my charisma shine, but. Um, what I would say is that, man, I've been thinking about getting into the content game for years now, honestly, not even years, right? A decade plus. And I finally think that what pushed me was one, one time this year, my, my friend does a podcast and he asked me and my uh, family to be on a show just to, you know, shoot the breeze, nothing special or anything. Um, my dad watched it, and I'm sure my dad is a little biased, but he was like, you guys did really good. John, I don't know why you've never pursued this. You know you kind of have a knack for just being comfortable in front of the camera. And I was like, Dad, you do have a good point. And I had so many countless nights where I was just like, kind of toss and turn and wonder to myself, what if? What if I actually did put out my stuff? What if I started doing this in 2011 instead of 2021? How much of an audience would I have right now? And one day, bro, I just say, screw it. I'm gonna go for it. You know, uh, I have my typical nine to five, like everybody else, trying to make an honest dollar. Uh the blessing, I guess, if you want to use that word from this pandemic, is I work from home now. So I have a yeah. lot more flexibility. It's just me and my fiance, and uh, we don't have any kids unless you want to count our dog, which she considers a kid. <laughs> but so I had the flexibility in the free time, and I'm like, I can use this free time while working from home um to actually maybe create content while I'm not, you know making my commute and staying in traffic all the time. Yep. Like I used to when I was doing the nine to fives and whatnot. So in April, I decided to take a leap of faith. I bought a camera. I said, I'm going to start off doing some vlogs first. Did a few vlogs. And then um, I noticed that, and this is a huge shock to me. Nobody in this area, and you know, we've got some amazingly talented people in the city yes, of New Orleans, we do. The city of Louisiana, including you, Linda. Oh, some amazingly talented appreciate, appreciate. people. But nobody was really doing like Saints and Pelicans and sports and local comedy. From a, from a comedic angle. And I was mm-hmm. like, that's a shock. Like, well, maybe this is a niche. Is it niche or niche? I never, I always wanted to. I think, think.
0: I think it's niche. I think you had it right. I, I, I
2: feel like niche is more proper for people like me and you. Like the, the regular jokes could call it niche, but me and you are <laughs> supposed to be the niche. So I said, I think I could kind of tap into this Saints niche a little bit and do some comedy because you know, man, the Saints, they, they are a content creator. They dude. provide you the They're going to do all the work for me. All I got to do is take what they give me and make a comedic aspect of it. So I did a video in April where I basically um kind of mocked all the fans during draft that you know, people who watch zero hours of college football, but they have all the opinions in the world. All the knowledge. Oh, it's a bad, right? Turner. Ah, and it was kind of been inspired. It was like we were I was texting my family, um, you'll be seeing them more in um. My skits, you got, probably seen them in one of the latest ones I did with the Jameis. We, we mocked the Jameis Winston Demario Davis pregame yes. mother, which I had. Yeah, a, it was I great. I was <laughs> doing it. We're going to tell later, but we had a ton of fun doing it. And they were, like, criticizing some of the picks, like the Ian e. Book pick. One of my friends was criticizing. His name is actually Lyndon, too. <laughs> he was criticizing that pick. And I was like, dude, you watch a 0 college football. You don't know nothing about it. No thing. What the hell are you talking about? You don't like the pick. It might be a great pick. But then it like light bulb went up, and I say, Let me do a comedy skit of like, you know, all the reactions I can gather into one of how Saints fans are and just make a video of it. That blew up overnight on Twitter. Shout out to Canal Street Chronicles of uh, SB Nation. They do great Saints content. They, yes, they actually do. retweeted my stuff, even though I had no association with them. Because I only had about like 500 followers on Twitter when I did that. It's, but, you know, people didn't know me as a Saints comedy guy back then. So nobody was retweeting. So, like the first 12 hours, it was just like the typical people responding who always, Respond to my stuff, my family, friends, or whatnot. But Canal Street Chronicles retweeted that like I remember like perfect. I was getting ready for bed and they retweeted it around twelve a.m. because I I added them. I added like a few. I spammed, I guess. Some people speak call it called a spam. Like, but I was like, hey, I gotta you get, gotta like, you gotta get was, your like, name you know, out there. I don't want to be annoying and be like, hey, look at my stuff. We tweeted, but I also like I gotta get it out there. Like nobody's gonna mm-hmm. go proactively search for John O'Bone, so I gotta get it out somehow. So I retweeted them. I mean, I add them and a few other. The local writers and people with platforms, um, Canal Street Chronicles retweeted it, and then boom, 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 it rest started is history. Like instantly. and I'm not used to that, Linda. So I was like, Oh, shit so me going to bed at 1 a.m. turning into me going to bed at like 5 a.m. because I was so amped. You I was, was, like, high yeah. up Everybody was like this guy's hilarious, yeah. And my father was starting, I started feeling myself. I'm like, Yeah, that's bro. hard. And I'm like, Yeah, I'm the I'm man, I'm the man. And from there, it just kind of took off where people started noticing my stuff. and. Uh, and here we are today. Here we are today.
0: That is freaking awesome. I love that. Just hearing you saying, like when you first have and you stand up till five, that's genuine. Cause I know I know how that is when you do something you love and you just see the reaction of people coming out. How first off, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna take it a little bit back and, and go mm-hmm. to something you said earlier. How important was it taking that leap of faith? Because I feel like a lot of people who want to make content always are like, What's the magic button? What's the magic button? It, <laughs> To me, is you just got to put it out there.
2: Right, right. That's exactly right. There is no magic button. If there was, everybody would be doing it, right? And everybody would have a million followers or whatnot. You got to put your stuff out there. You've got to, one, you got to create high-quality content. That's what I tell everybody at first. Everybody can pick up a camera and do something. But if it's not high-quality, you're not going to draw an audience. So you got to get something that people actually are... learn into and want to actually watch, too, and this is probably even more important than part one, but I do think you need to have high quality content if you're going to put yourself out there, is you cannot be afraid to fail. And that's what I told myself constantly. i say, Jonathan, do not, my my government name is Jonathan, I don't want to confuse anybody, (laughs) do not be afraid to fail. Afraid to post something, post one of my saints' guess, and maybe it might get two likes and two comments. And, Whether it gets you know, two now, views now, or two million, you gotta just... like, you know, because I feel like people get into that game where like they're afraid to put their stuff out there. Because, oh, what if I put something out there and nobody engages with it? And now all the people are looking at me from the outside, like, look at this jerk, oh, look at this idiot, thinking that his stuff is funny. It's not funny. You cannot be afraid to fail. And I tell myself that to this day because I have a bit of an audience now, but I still put out some stuff sometimes that some does great, some. In the middle, kind of lowish, but I you cannot be afraid to fail, and that's what I think a lot of potential content creators run into is that they have this idea of overnight success or what success looks like to them, and once it's not there immediately, they they get second thoughts and they're like, Oh, I'm a failure. I don't, you know, people are looking at me like this guy isn't Jake Paul, Logan Paul, get out of here, you're trying to be something. No, you cannot be afraid to fail, and that's what you know, gets me through every skit. I'm like, I'm gonna put it out there. If it fails, it fails. I take a shot. It is what it is. But I would tell people do not be afraid to fail. Write that down on a postal note in front of your camera or something so you can always remember because that is absolutely huge. You cannot be afraid to put yourself out there. And, you know, whatever people think is what people think. But do not be afraid to fail if you're going to get into the content. Hey, that
0: is 100% real because the fear of failures would held like when you said, what if I'd have started in 2010 instead of not that, bro, if I'd have started in 2015, 2014, 2013, when I first exactly. started a podcast, but you can't think that you got to just do it and get it out there and not be afraid of failure. Love Absolutely. that. A hundred percent. So you. far, what has been your favorite skit to write and what has been your most challenging to write?
2: I would say my favorite is uh, I always feel like my favorite is the next one I am gonna do, you know, i I'm like, I like oh, this that. is good. Like, you know, cause you always, that, that's grow. a real creator right there. Like, my wanna my, my get best better. one
4: is the next one.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you want to grow and get better with each one. I would say though, if you know, I did one recently with uh, my cousin and one of my best friends, we did, like I just mentioned, um, the James Winston, DeMario Davis pregame huddle where we kind of mocked it. I think what I like most about it is, um, I kind of want to incorporate my friends and family more into my skits, mm-hmm. uh, now, don't get me wrong, I enjoy doing them solo dolos sometimes because I'm my own boss, so I can, you know, I work on my own schedule, I work on my own. This is funny, this, you know, then once you start adding people, people won't have their own ideas of what they their want to opinions, do. Your own opinions, yeah. And I'm like, shut up, let, let me, follow my damn script, you know? <laughs> but but we had a blast doing it. Um, If you watch the skit, like at the end of the skit, and this and the great thing about working with my friends and family is that, well, you know, we've known each other for years, so mm-hmm. we're real close. Like me and my cousins are extremely close. Um. So we have, you know, we know each other and we know how to improv off each other. So, you know, I didn't even write a script. Like I just gave them bullet points. I say to my cousin, Dwayne, who played the role of Damari, I say, hit this point of this uh speech, hit this point of look at your teammate in the eye so I can do James' little thing when he uh, did it to the end <laughs> and finish it off with um everybody have each other's back. And so while we were doing it, I say, oh, in my head, like, you know, I'm, I'm while we're actually filming, I'm like, oh, I'm going to mm-hmm. jump on his back at the end. He, wait, 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 He's not expecting it. So I jumped on his back. And he, he was like, get off of me, James. He like he threw me. Like if you watch the skit. That he son, Nate Robinson you Nate. with Paul
0: Pierce when, when Nate tried to jump off. Yes, 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 yes. So, so
2: so we did it like three or four times. The first take was actually perfect. Like the first take was good, but I'm a very meticulous director, and I'm like, I need to do at least three. You or want it your way, I have yeah. options, you know. So I, so he was like, "Well, you want me to keep drawing you off me? Your shoulders probably going to hurt." I'm like, "Oh man, I'm fine." And <laughs> the moment I'm going off adrenaline, so I was feeling great, man. So bang, bang, bang. We finally got the take that I loved on the fourth take. Um. About uh, 30 minutes later, man, we all just chilling um, talking. Man, I go to stretch. My arm was so <laughs> stiff. And I was like, boy, if these Saints fans don't show love to this kid, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> my, my shoulder was hurting for about a week after that. But I, I had so much fun doing that. And I want to incorporate my family and friends. I feel like I could, I could be more creative when I have more, you know, supporting players. More to play per, off more people, to yeah. So, so that was my favorite skit. Um, I would say the toughest one that I ever did, I don't know if I had any tough ones. They're all kind of tough in their own way because there's so many things I want to do. And when you're working by yourself and then you have a team as well of your friends that you work with, sometimes you have to do stuff on your own. And it's so hard because you're doing the role of editing, you're doing the role of filming, you're doing all this stuff. So a lot of my skits, if you guys watch them, if your audience eventually watches them, you'll see like I put a lot of... um. Just creative different uh, gimmicks into it. And that's the hard yeah. part. No, more so, not just filming, but just like then get into the editing. I don't know. And tell me if you agree on it. Like for me, editing is the actual job of content creating. Me filming, me writing down my scripts and stuff, that's fine. Like I enjoy doing that. That's a hobby. But when I get into the part where I go to my computer and I have to start editing, that's, man, that's, job. What, turns, that's what turns my nights into me going to bed at 2 a.m. or 3 a.m. That's another advice I want to give. You get into the content creation game for prayer to lose a little bit of sleep because. You know, if you got to put, you know, if you're working nine to fives and whatever, you're going to have to make a little sacrifice. so my sacrifice was I'm going to give up a little bit of sleep. Sweet. So I get myself Damn. out there, but editing every, because I do stuff stuff with the green screen and sometimes mm-hmm. I want to have like two people in it, but I can't have two people because everybody have their own lives. So I can't call my cousins and family all the time to come be in the skit. So I say, okay, well, I'll just do the role of Demario and Jameis. I'll actually give you a heads up. I have a skit coming out tomorrow on our end. I don't know when this interview is going up, but where I'm playing Demario and Jameis again in the, um, Post-game okay, so by the know. time they hit it, will be out. I had to play the role. Yes, it'll be out by the time you post this. I'm sure. I had to play the role of both. So I did the Mario on the green screen, then I did James on the green screen, and like it's like the pregame huddle where they're both feeding off each other. But the like, mm-hmm. Mario say something and James is like doing the ad libs, and that took me literally about two and a half hours just to edit that. Set part that together. together. That turns out to be only like 20 seconds, like. And I'm, and you know, when you're doing, you're doing like this, is only going to be 20 seconds. and I'm, Here I am in hour two, still. For 20 seconds,
0: out. yeah, it takes. That's, two hours, that's you know. more
2: the tough part of my skits than the actual, you know, filming and everything. It's just editing. So I would say that's probably the toughest part. But whenever you see a reception and a love from people, it makes it all absolutely worth it. Perfect. You nailed how I
0: feel, man. Editing is legitimately the worst part of what we do. But like you said, when you see the reaction, when you when you hear people loving what you make, it just makes everything worth it. Nah. Oh shoot,
2: Lyndon! I see Cowboy Bebop. The trailer just released. No way! I know. I'm just. Oh, uh, you fucking with me? <laughs> <out>? <laughs> hey, y'all. Me and Lyndon, man, we developed a friendship even before this interview. All jokes aside, since this interview, so my man is deep into it. He wants this. I'm like, man, this man, Lyndon, got some passion about cowboy right now. Hey, I'm an
0: anime. I'm an anime. Hey, st- man. as
2: you can see, I see, I see. And I'm not an anime. You know what I am? I'm a Simpsons fan. I love the Simpsons. I don't know. Okay. You, hey Hey, that's my show. Hey, I know.
0: Well, save that. We're gonna get into that because that's oh, part right, of the fun. Right, yeah,
2: no, that's I'm part of the fun. Right. We're gonna get that.
0: <laughs> now let me ask you, what okay? So before we get to Saints and Pelicans in, in your fandom, what is your goal with this? With this uh being an entertainer? I don't want I don't I don't want you necessarily put a cap on yourself, but what are you looking to accomplish
2: from this? So I would say when I really took the leap of faith, I was like Man, the best thing would be if I can start doing this full time. Like I get enough Mm -hmm. subscribers on YouTube, followers on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook, that I can make a good enough living that I can put Put all my focus in. You know, like I'm sure everybody does when they get into it. If I ever do reach that point, well, then I'm not going to be, I'll be very happy, you know, but I won't be content and I'll go to whatever the next goal is. I don't know. Maybe, you know, you've met them before RDC World. I love, love, love what they do. And I've learned during my content creation what I'm most impressed about is how they actually Mark I guess is the leader he gets everybody consistently to do skits like trying to get my family to come and it's do a hard, skit it's hard man job. right I was, that's why I'm probably so happy that James because I, I finally got just two of them to come and do a skit with me I'm like guys if we do more together we can probably you know it's more you know it gets yeah. something more unique to view. It's like oh you know you're you getting more notice from like when you have a gimmick I guess a family gimmick than when it's just little old Jono when but, you got a team exactly. people, people- People like seeing this right thing. right right so you know my my i guess my biggest goal when i started this was will be if i can do it full-time that would be great and then you know if i ever do reach that level then i'll be like well shoot maybe we can go further with this maybe you know you get your own show or something i mean that's like extremely best case scenario i'm not you know i feel honestly learning that i'm a success now like just even getting to For the sure, court, be able to do podcasts with somebody like you honestly, like to me i'm a success if i die tomorrow this was my peak oh he had a few followers on um Twitter, um, he went over one thousand subscribers on YouTube this past weekend. By the way, which I'm very hey, proud of. Hey, congratulations! Hey, hey. Thank you, thank you, thank you. You know, I I can say, hey, I was a success. I put my stuff out there. I was not afraid to fail when I did it. But I was hundred percent. Being able to go full time will be great because man, I have so many um not to you know brag anything but i have so many creative not not just saints and pelicans like i want to do general comedy too i can tell I have so many great ideas i feel and i just want to put it to action but there's only so many hours on the day you obviously have to have your priorities with your actual job uh while battles in your personal life as well so if i can get to the point one day where i can like really just put percent of my all into creating my content and um still being able to put the light bill and everything that would be absolutely amazing
0: 100%. Now, I saw you tweeted something that you got a little flack for. But Uh-oh. I will say I agreed with you. The tweet about hey, the secret might be out about the dome. Yeah. Not that we're saying the fans are anything about the fans cuz I think people misinterpret that cuz you we were dude. not talking about the fans, you were talking about just the mystique of the dome. There's so many domes around the uh around the country. I mean, you have the 12th man in Seattle with that fan base, but in terms of just the effect of the dome, the loudness. I don't know if it's the loudest stadium anymore. How did you just talk to me about that tweet? And, and you can clarify what you meant. I understood what you meant. But just go ahead and, and do that right. Here.
2: And the funny thing, Lyndon, is if I would have put that tweet out literally eight months ago, nobody would notice. So that's how far I've come. Like, I, mm-hmm. I'm, I, that was one of those like, oh, yeah, I actually do have a platform now that people, you know, Saints fans, you know, look for my stuff. Um, so somebody tweeted the video of the coin toss in overtime or with Malcolm Jenkins and um, Jabril Peppers, where Peppers was like, we want that fucking ball. Yeah, you know, like he was talking trash. They were hyped up. They should have been. They just came back from down 12 points. I can't believe we lost that damn game. I mean, Anyways.
4: Pissed
2: me um, off. And I was like, man, you know, I just remember when players were intimidated just by being in a dome. And, and it kind of reminded me that, damn, all uh, our last three playoff losses have come in the dome. One of the Kirk Cousins, mm-hmm. you know, the 2019 NFC Championship game, I'll excuse. We all know we got robbed of that. So a loss is a loss. I mean, history goes down as a loss, even though it has an asterisk next to it, in my opinion. And we lost on to Tom Brady and the Buccaneers. I'm like, damn, it's the Superdome. And granted, that one was without fans, but still. I was like, I just, and it was more of a general point. Like, I wasn't just attacking the Superdome, but home for the advantage doesn't, like you even mentioned with Seattle. Like, I feel like we might be able to go into Seattle next Monday and get a win. We did it with Teddy Bridgewater. Uh, I'm not saying we will. I don't want, you know, you know our history with backup quarterbacks. Geno Smith probably going to line us up for 400 yards, but we'll see. But I just don't think home field advantage is as big of an effect as it used to be. But I think some Saints fans took that as I was like criticizing the fans for not being loud enough against the Giants. And that was not my intent at all. It was just to say that, guys, it just feels like opposing teams have Across the NFL. As they should. Like opposing coaches and players, they're professionals. probably say this is how we can combat fan noise better. So now I don't think that not just the Superdome, but opposing stadiums in general do not have. Jerry World. Yeah, it doesn't have the uh, Dome Now It's still beneficial. And sign me up if the Saints can play every playoff game at home. Absolutely it's beneficial. But it's not the be-all, end-all that it used to be, which sucks. But, you know, that's the game. I mean, look, we just won um, on, on three wins this year. On the road, right? Yeah. I mean, I guess you could count the Jacksonville game when week one was a home game, but they had more Green Bay fans. Like that, you know, we're good on the road. Like, it's not like an insult to the Superdome. It's just that being on the road seems to be not as tough of a burden as it used to be. And that was my point. A few Saints fans understood. Some got on me, but I I just enjoy the engagement. You know, like, you know, not everybody's always going to agree with you. Not everybody's always going to find my stuff funny, but as long as they're engaging with me, I feel like I have That's all that matters. I have a purpose now, you know?
0: So what's your expectations for the saints to finish out the
2: season? Oh man. I flip flop. Cause then, you know, we're the, the yo-yo team that Sean Payne doesn't want us to be. So we're at one week. And I'm like, Oh, we could be a 10, 11 win team. Then we're down again the next week. And I'm like, yeah, we'll probably be eight and nine, seven and 10, whatever, whatever. I'm going to say I do. And I'll be transparent. I did not think we were going to be a playoff team before this season. Me neither. So I actually really had ideas in my head of skits I wanted to do because I'm like, we're not going to be good this year. So I know some things I could kind of poke fun of by us not being good. But we shout out to Sean Payne, one of the best coaches in the league. He mm-hmm. has these boys ready to play. We, even with all the talent we love, we, we still are a formidable team. I will say, I think we're probably going to be about 10, 11 wins in that range. Um, right now, I'm at
0: I'm at 10, 9 to 10. That's why I'm at. I mean, and I'm
2: fine with I'm absolutely fine with that. And at my thing now at this point, is. Because the last four years, Linda, man, I was all in on the Super Bowl. Like, yep. emotionally, like, if we lose, a it game, hurt my soul. I'm up to, I'm up to 4 a.m. A regular season game, when we lose, and I'm tossing it. Out. How can we lose? Like, I wanted to be dominant and be the best. This season, I knew, okay, we're probably not going to be the best team in the league throughout the regular season. But as long as we get in, just get in a dance, mm-hmm. and maybe we get hot. Maybe when we get all these players back, you know, we kind of sneak up on all these teams, and they're like, damn, what, a, you know, the Saints were on this great in September, not they are in December. Kind of like the Bucks, and then they got hot at the right time, and then they went on a run. I would love to just, it could be the sixth seed, it could be the seventh seed, I don't care. Just get in the playoffs. Now, if we go to the playoffs and we're one and done, I'm still happy with that because I'm to be A playoff team, but I would say probably like you, nine, 10, 11. I know that's kind of cheating by not giving a specific answer, but in that nine, 10, 11 range, and then, you know, if I'm going to say if, because, you know, we get excited like, oh, Michael Thomas is about to come back. Aniyama, Will Lutz, McCoy, Armstead. But you know, how often do we actually stay healthy all the time? I mean, I'm sure once they come back, somebody else might get hurt. But yeah, God, if we can get healthy for the playoffs, then maybe we can, you know, go make on make some a, noise. A 2008 New York Giants, like run. You know, you just sometimes it's just about getting hot. So I'm not as critical or focal about being this dominant regular season team as I am just getting get a dance. We don't have to win a fifth straight NFC South championship. Just getting a dance. And let's see what uh what we can do.
0: 100%. Now, let's get into some of the fun stuff. What's your favorite TV show?
2: The Simpsons. Okay, uh, I Simpsons, a Simpsons I, I would say a close number two is The Fresh Prince Are Better. If people watch my stuff, I think that they will see like some of the inspiration I get from comedy shows like The Simpsons, Fresh Prince, Chappelle Show, In Living Color. Like, those are the shows that I grew up on. Inspiring Simpsons, you. The Simpsons is probably going to be around before, even after I'm passed away. So I'm still growing up on The Simpsons. But the Simpsons for sure is my number one show. That's one of my lifelong goals is to be on that show one the- day.
3: Hell yeah. We, that, we, that, that, that's gonna that's happen. That's your
2: answer to the question. Like, what's my what's my goal with this content creation? If I get big enough that the Simpsons will have me on the show, brother, I've made it. I've made Hell it.
0: Hell yeah. <laughs> now, favorite
2: comedian. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle. Is, is that is that controversial right now? No. I know he's getting all this Yeah, you know, you know, I, I I respect everybody's opinion of how they take his comedy. You know, I'm not go watch the
0: skit. Like, don't listen to the clickbaits. And actually go listen to what he says.
2: Right, right. And, you know, I'm not going to tell marginalized people how to feel. as We're, ourselves that too. As we're minorities ourselves. So I'm yep. not going to tell them how to feel. My, my, I, I've taken an approach because I've grown. You know, I've said things in the past that I look back on and I probably regret, you know, so I feel like it's all about growing. But um, I'll listen to what they have to say. But I feel like in my heart and seeing all the things he's done, Chappelle is just a great guy at heart. He's a genius. He's absolutely my favorite person in my favorite 100%. community. 100%.
0: Now, okay, so now, if you could go anywhere on vacation, no COVID, where would you go? See, that's a question that
2: sometimes people... I, I don't know. I, I, I it's weird. This might be weird. Like, I've never had these destinations where I was, I was like, I got it. You know what? You got go to go there. It used go to be Disney World, because I'm a geek at heart, and I love Disney World. And I've been there many times, and that's probably the place where if I could go multiple times, it would never get old to me and I'll always be the happiest. So I, mean, I don't want to say Disney World because it's like Disney World, okay, it's Disney World, right? You know, you can, it's not, it's a great place to go to, but, you know, you don't want to go to France. But that's I, mean, I, want spot. To go, I want to go to all these places, but that, that's not one specific place that I'm like, I have, have to be to, at. Yeah. So, so my default answer is Disney World because it's the happiest place on earth, man. It just makes me, whenever I go there, like forget about the nonsense of the outside world. And you just kind of get entrapped in this this bubble almost of like everything is good life is happy everybody loves each mm-hmm. other and I love with that brain you know I know that there's so much business behind every establishment so I'm not naive but just being in Disney World kind of gets me that happy feeling so I feel like that's a weak answer but no nah, <laughs> that's <World>. great <laughs>
0: now my final question before we get you up out of here is if you're the writer director to the John O uh, movie how do you want it to end
2: whoo that's a good one Look at you i tried. <laughs> that is a good question how would i want it to end all right i would um i might think now i, I promise you i'm gonna be thinking about this question for days now so when i text you another answer all i ask is that you know maybe you put it when you oh yeah put it, I'll, put, I'll put it put up there it, there in the description. And it, it might be like too much from now but i might say you know this is how i want it to end but uh top of my head how would i want it to end so so he started off, it'll be like an inspirational story slash comedy. Like, oh, he was just this regular old Joe, started making content creation. It blew up. He wound up having his own Netflix show or something like that. And it's going to end with me as an old man. And I'm just walking, let's say, on top of a mountain or something, right? Mm-hmm. And I'm just looking at the scenic view of everything. Like, you know, it could be any city. Yeah, let's make a new Orleans. That's my hometown. I love it. So I'm looking at the dirty-ass streets of Bourbon Street, you know? the <laughs> Decatur, French Quarter, park just mm-hmm. all that. And I just take a deep sigh and I go, I did it. I did Hell it. Hell yeah. Boom. Credits. <laughs> <laughs> All right. And it could be, you know, Jonathan Bonds as portrayed by Steph Curry. I don't know. <laughs> well, whatever light skin actor. I, I, I'll, I'll say this, when people always, you know, sometimes you get the question, who would you want to play you in a movie? I always say, I would want it to be some actor who doesn't have a name, like somebody who gets elevated by it. Like yeah, I would want to step. Yeah. I would want some up and coming so he can get the break that so you get the break I was break. able to. I mean if somebody's playing me in the movie, then obviously at some point I call it a break. So mm-hmm. I want to eventually one day use my platform to, to lift somebody else back out. and elevate others. The way you are using your platform right now to elevate me, which I genuinely appreciate, my man. So Yo,
0: you already know. Salute to you.
2: You yeah. don't know. I mean, you kind of get into it so much that you don't realize, you know, how much. Of an impact of how happy you're making people. And when Lyndon sent me that, hey, you want to be on my show? I was like, I told my fiance, I was like, yo, somebody wants to interview me. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you know, I myself that, like, and walked around <laughs> like this I was in chest out <laughs> i like, yeah, okay. Tell me. We're gonna
0: definitely bring you back, man. <laughs> oh, we're gonna, we gonna have to talk about the pelican season when we get close. Oh, I know I didn't yeah, talk much yeah, about it yeah, today. Yeah, we're gonna look, talk look, about yeah. it soon.
2: So I am uh, uh to your honest, I am a 13-year-old. NBA veteran. They're like, wait a minute, Jonathan, what you mean you're a 13-year NBA veteran? You living in this little house where's your mansion? Where's your (laughs) I was actually a ball boy for 13 years. Yeah, you were. But a hornet slash pelican. So any player you can think of I've met. I was there for the Chris Paul era. I was there for the AD era. I was there for the beginning of the Zion era. Um, 13 years is a long time, huh?
0: Yeah, how, how was that? Well, imagine
2: it? the stories I have, London. Imagine the stories. And what I try to do on my channel, like, it's a lot of skits, which the skits is what I, my bread and butter is, which I love doing the most, and I want that to be the focal point of my YouTube channel and my social media platforms. But I also do vlogs, and, and I also do story time, where I kind of, like, tell some lighthearted stories of my time in the NBA. So if any of your viewers are interested, in, like, hearing that's what some you about, check it out. about, Chris Paul or AD or Zion or Kobe Bryant. I did a, I did a video where I got to work with Kobe Bryant for the first time. They can go to youtube.com slash John O'Bones. And I try to do at least maybe once every two months of NBA story time where I talk about my 13. That's a long time. Yeah, that's a long time. You have content for a while. I was. They started joking at the place. be like, damn, dude, you're going to be like in a wheelchair, you know, <laughs> rebounding for the players and stuff. I say, hey, as long as I love it, man, as long as I love it. But So I we got, got the YouTube channel. Man. Tell mm-hmm. them where they can find you at because
0: I want, I want them to be able to know where they can find
2: you at. YouTube.com slash Jono Bones. Actually, every platform, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter. If you put in John Bones, I'm going to come up. That was, that was strategic. Well, and that wasn't strategic. You know, my name <laughs> is John Bones. But then I say, if okay, if I'm going to start this, I want everything to be uniform so that people search John Barnes, All my stuff instantly come comes up. up. You, know, you don't want to be John Bones on Twitter, but then the Saints comedy show on YouTube. I want yeah. people to check John Bones and all my stuff comes up. So youtube.com slash Bones. I actually went over a thousand subscribers last week. They say, Linda, they say the first 1,000 is the hardest. So I, you know. You made I, that, I, brother. Here, here's another advice to anybody. Take your small victories, man. 1,000 subscribers is still uh, nothing crazy. I'm still a small fish in a big pond. But, but man, that's still a lot. Do it, but take, take victory laps, man. Be proud of the work that you put in and the success that you have. So I'm very, very happy about that. And I hope that your viewers check out my content and maybe they'll be the ones that get me to 2000 subscribers.
0: Hell yeah. And they definitely will. Thank you so much, Jono, for coming on. Like I said, we're going to bring you back because we want to talk pelicans with you saints. And we really appreciate you
2: coming on the show, my brother. Thank you. London. London. Remember, change the name. I got you. I got John-o's you. Who think? Jono's who think that's Jono. Yeah, London. Oh, I will send my cease and desist letter. I'm gonna get all my lawyers to come after you, Lyndon. I'm not, Lyndon, I don't clap, Lyndon, I'm joking. You see my face? I know you're serious. Well, I'm joking, We have fun, but John knows who thinks. John um, knows who think I got. And I, you. and I want your change. I'm. I'm. Mean, I want the profile picture. I want it to be like me, like this. Okay. I'll send you a picture tonight. Yeah, send me the okay. picture. Tell your, tell your girl. Don't get mad when you see it. When she sees like a, you, you getting a a selfie of me like this. Okay. I want you know. <laughs> I want the channel to now honor one
0: hundred percent. Y'all make sure y'all go follow my man, John and y'all check out his content and let's finish up the show with bros who ball. I want to shout out to Jono Barnes for, uh, for, uh, coming on the show. Appreciate him. As he says, it's O who thinks that's my guy. Really appreciate him for coming on the show. And usually at this time, you know what it is. It's time for bros who ball, but, Schubert and I will be back next week to talk all things sports short week. And with my computer and everything, we didn't know if we were going to get it done. So we just said, you know what? Let's just wait till next week. And I promise next week we'll do our NBA uh, season preview and pick all of our stuff. Talk Pellies, do all of that next week. So be on the lookout for that. But for Jono, for Sh- uh for Schubert, Lord, but y'all go follow my guy Schubert. For Brooklyn, my name is Linden. You guys have a good one. Until next time, make sure you follow me at LindenBWT. Follow Bro's Think at Bro's Who Think. And this Sunday, make sure you tune in to Pitch It. But until next time, have a good one in. Peace.